Welcome back to the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Broughton. And today, I want to ask the question, do we have a rental shortage here in Christchurch? And why is that? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nathan. And today, I'm looking at the rental shortage here in Christchurch. Do we have one? Why is it? And what can we do about it? And clearly, I'm talking about rental property shortage, not rental car shortage or renting a tuxedo or any other kind of rental that you might be talking about, given that our podcast is called Christchurch Real Estate. Okay, so let's get into it. Do we have a rental shortage here in Christchurch? Uh, Yes, I believe we do. About a third of all people rent here in New Zealand, and that's pretty typical here in Christchurch as well. There's about 150,000 dwellings, and of those, about 50,000 are rental properties. 42,000, give or take, are private, and Kainga Order has about 6,500, so that's state homes or government-owned. The data from May, we're mid-May currently, we've got... Right at the moment, we've got 692 properties available for rent here in Christchurch. So out of 50,000, that's 1.3% available for rent. Super low. I'll just run through some of the numbers real quickly. We've got 83 one-bedroomed, 255 two-bedroomed, 241 three-bedroomed, 92 four-bedroomed, 14 five-bedroomed, and three, six bedroom and more. So just for reference, as I said, we've got 692 properties for rent as of today. And two years ago, February 2021, there were 2,105 properties for rent. So massive reduction in properties currently available for rent. Just looking out to sort of some of the uh, outlined suburbs. Prebleton has four properties for rent. Lincoln has 14 properties. And Rolleston, there's 55 properties for rent. So if you're a renter in Christchurch, you have very limited options currently. And you're paying a lot more for it. We've got a 9% increase in rents year on year, uh, which is up to a median rent of $520. So why is that? So rental properties, it's a supply and demand problem. There is a lot more demand and a limited supply. So that's going to push prices up and and a real shortage of available listings. So I want to talk about three different reasons why there is a shortage. And within those, we're going to look at a few different issues. So the first one is there's been a few changes to the tenancy rules. So obviously, to have a rental property, you need a landlord or a property investor to own that property. And there's certain rules that say what they can and can't do. And as of late, these have been changed by the government. Some good, and I feel some not so good. So I'm just going to touch on three of them really quickly. First one I'm going to touch on is the termination changes. So the the government's 
brought in a change to the no cause termination. So that was a landlord could get rid of a tenant without needing to give them a reason why. They had to give them a time frame, uh, give them notice and then get them out. And the government decided to change this so it's become very difficult to get rid of a tenant. A landlord doesn't really want to get rid of a tenant if there's no reason for it. If you've got a tenant who's paying their rent and they're respecting the property, there's no real reason that the landlord would want to get rid of them. The reasons they want to get rid of tenants are they're not paying their rent, they've been unruly, they've not been a good tenant for a number of reasons. And the government's made that really difficult to do. So there's a lot of landlords now who are just questioning the type of tenant they want to have in their property. Some of them even would rather have an empty house than have a bad tenant which they can't get rid of. So that's one of the issues around the tenancy changes. The healthy homes changes, most of you will have heard about this. I think actually it's a pretty good thing. I think it's bringing the standard of rental properties up, but it does cost money. So it's costing landlords a lot for insulation, for heating, for drainage and draft controls. I think this is a good change, but it can be seen as a negative uh, impact for the landlords. And another one is uh, they've limited the rent increases to once a year, so every 12 months. I don't actually see, a, personally don't see a problem with this. It does mean though that when the rent is increased, it's often by a larger amount than if you did it every six months. The next main area of changes is in the tax. This is probably the biggest impact, I think, on landlords over the last few years. So again, I'm going to touch on three different impacts that this has had. So the first one is the changes to the Brightline rules. So Brightline is essentially a capital gains tax. It means if you, other than your own home, if you buy a property and sell it within 10 years, you'll pay a tax on any profit that you make. This was two years, it got shifted up to five years, and now it's up to 10 years. And again, personally, I'm not massively upset at this. I think there's a lot of areas where the government need to spend on our country. And if you've made a profit on your property, in my view, it's only fair that you pay some tax. But as it is, the rules are for your own home or if you own a property for more than 10 years, you don't pay pro, uh, you don't pay tax on any capital gains you make. Second one is ring fencing. So this is if you own the property in a company or a different entity and that property makes a loss. Uh, in the past, you were able to offset that against any personal tax you pay. So if your property made a loss of $20,000, you could offset the against the tax that you pay personally. They've changed this now so that any losses that a property makes, it, get, it gets held within the entity uh, that owns the property. So if you never make a profit on that property, you'll never be able to realize those losses. Again, if you don't understand this, I'm sure you can talk to your accountant or your financial advisor and they can explain that to you. 
But the biggest one or the biggest change I think we've seen uh, lately is the interest deductibility. If you've got any interest in rental properties currently, you will be aware of this. The government has essentially said that the interest that you pay on your rental property, so the interest that you pay on your mortgage, is now not tax deductible. So it's essentially saying that they're treating every rental property in New Zealand as if it didn't have a mortgage in terms of figuring out how much tax you have to pay. So this is going to differ person to person depending on your tax rates and depending on how large or small your mortgage is. But this is a massive uh, expense to landlords going forward. They're bringing it in in stages. We're up to 50% at the moment. Next year we'll be up to 75 and the year after that it'll be 100% uh, non-deductible. Potential changes in this is if National get in, they've said they, they'll repeal this, but time will tell. So those are the three. There's been more than these three, but those are the three I'm just going to focus on. And the third reason why we have a rental shortage here in Christchurch is migration. Year to March 2023, we have a 65,000 net increase. So that's people coming into the country, less people leaving the country equals 65,000 people. That's 1,250 per week. So that's 1,250 people coming into New Zealand that need somewhere to stay. So clearly not all of them are coming to Christchurch, but a certain amount of them will be coming down this way. So how this changes, a year ago that was negative 19,000. So we've gone from negative 19,000, so that's 19,000 left the country overall. This year we're up to 65,000 coming in, so huge changes. And just for context, in March 2023 we had 21,000 net migration. So that's the biggest amount we've ever had in New Zealand, so coming into our country. So these people have all got to find somewhere to live. And as I say, this is this is a pretty massive reason why we have a, a rental shortage. I think the rental shortage is actually nationwide, but really I'm just focusing on Christchurch here today. So in summary, yes, we have a rental shortage here in Christchurch. Are we going to be able to fix this quickly? No, I don't think so. Why is that? The government have made it quite unattractive to become a property investor. So with the tax changes, the tenancy changes it's becoming harder and harder to make a profit. And being a landlord, is it's a business. You're in there to make a profit, and if you're not doing that, you're going to be looking at other ways to make money. Share market, term investments, business, other things like that. So how do we deal with this rental shortage? Well, we need more houses. And as I've said, migration's increasing rapidly, so more and more people coming in. The building consents are dropping, so less and less houses being built. So with those two things combined, it doesn't look ideal for the rental shortage. I actually see this as a, a reasonably long-term um, problem that we're going to face here. So we want to wrap this up there. Sadly, I don't have an answer to the rental property shortage, but bear in mind it's something we're going to be dealing with for months, if not years to come. 
Hey, we would love a review either here on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. A five-star review would be amazing. If you want to leave a comment, even better. If you want to share this on one of your social channels uh, so more people can hear about our message, it would be awesome. And as always, you can find us on nathanbroughton.com. There's links to our socials there, and then you can also listen to the podcast on the website. Until next time, we'll see you later.